0: Andrew Pyle joins us from the Pyle Group, Scotia McLeod. Good to have you on the line, Andrew.
1: Good morning, John.
0: Andrew, today we're going to talk a little bit about how international markets affect us. Canada, of course, part of the global economy, and that can be sometimes good, sometimes bad.
1: Yeah, exactly, John. We've been uh, witnessing the markets uh, really moving back and forth in recent weeks uh, due to not necessarily economic events worldwide, but uh, geopolitical events. And obviously our listeners will be well aware that that would involve uh, North Korea uh, and the on-and-again and and off-again summit with the United States and and now dealing with issues, uh, political issues in Italy.
0: Political unrest always seems to be a negative force on the economy. Is it ever a positive? Is there ever a time when when political unrest can, can be an advantage to us?
1: I think the only time we would see that being maybe a positive for the markets, John, and and maybe also the economy, would be if we have current policies that are not today conducive to the markets and then the perception by the markets that if we have this political uh, instability and it turns into a different set of policies or a different government, uh, then that might be better for markets and the economy. I think what we're dealing with now, obviously with respect to North Korea, is just simply the uncertainty around that region, Uh, due to, obviously, the the hostility we've seen expressed by North Korea, Um, but this big unknown as to whether or not we're actually on the verge of seeing uh, some type of agreement and a calming down of tensions in the peninsula. And I think that was where everyone's hopes were up in the markets uh, before, when it was announced that we were going to have this summit in Singapore between the United States and North Korea. And, of course, now there's uncertainty as to whether that's even going to happen.
0: How quickly can it bounce back? Could it be simply that North Korea announces that they're all for the summit, everything's back on? Could it bounce back that quickly?
1: Oh, absolutely. I think if we saw confirmation by both sides that the summit was going to happen, and keep in mind, John, this is a summit that's about to take place within two weeks, so this is not something that we're planning on Mm. uh, over the next few months. This is something that's supposed to be happening very, very soon. And so, yeah, if we did see confirmation, I think you would see a fairly quick Uh, bounce to equity markets, uh, perhaps even an improvement in confidence uh, just over that situation. But again, nobody today, this morning, is betting the farm that this summit is going to go through.
0: In terms of those uh, hostilities between the U.S. and North Korea, is it a matter of just the fear of the world going into a world war, or is it that these are significant trading partners?
1: Uh, it's interesting with respect to North Korea because North Korea is not a tr- major trading partner of anyone. Right. Um, so it's not about economics. It's really about the political uh, situation in that region and the bigger picture, John. And, and something is probably a, a bit more of a longer-term trend issue for the markets uh, and for investors. Is really what is happening to the United States globally? Mm. Uh, the feelings in the market that we're seeing a vacuum now as the United States pulls back. And that vacuum is being filled very, very quickly by China. Again, that's not to say that that's a negative thing to the market, but that's something that is very important from a trend point of view, uh, and possibly, you know, evolving into a, a totally different situation from a world order point of view uh, when it comes to trading and when it comes to economics.
0: You know, you, you talk about the whole world order, and you see that our largest trading partner, the USA, is really, at least it seems to me, seems to be getting much more global negative opinion of it. Um, And I would imagine that's got to affect trade and and, the amount of people who want to invest in the U.S. Does that, in in the long run, going to hurt us since they're our biggest trading partner?
1: Well, I think it can do, John. Um, We've not really done a good job in Canada in terms of diversifying our trade away from the states. So anything that affects the United States in a negative way, whether it's political uncertainty, uh, policies, or just the attitude towards trade, international trade, uh, and therefore affects the U.S. economy, clearly would have an impact on Canada because of, again, the fact that they're our biggest customer uh, when it comes to buying things mm-hmm. produced here. So, yeah, it's definitely something that Canadian businesses are watching very closely, John. Uh, this is a totally different ball game, let's put it that way, for businesses in Canada as we watch what's unfolding in the States. Uh, and again, it's not to say this will be negative. We could see the United States economy doing well for the next little while, which would be good. But yeah, there's a there's a greater degree of I guess anticipation about what is going on in Washington and how that will affect us here.
0: Andrew, if people have any questions about what we've talked about this morning, where should
1: they catch you? They can catch us on our website, John at filegroup.ca. and on that website they will find links to. Uh, the research that we put out, as well as the firm, and also our weekly newsletter that we put out Friday. And oftentimes we're talking about those same things, John, that you and I get on the air and talk about Mondays.
0: From the Pile Group, Scotia Wealth, Wealth Management, we say thank you to Andrew Pyle. Andrew, thanks for being on the line today.
1: My pleasure, John. You have a great week.